I love the fact that he's a functional psychopath, which is what most of us are in reality. Um, speaking of functional psychopaths, Rob, what do you think about the uh, episode two? <laughs> it's because I work at the post office, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 23rd episode of the Multiverse Unlimited podcast. We want to take the time to thank you all for tuning in to us, whether this is your first time listening or if you're a longtime listener. Please remember to share our show and like, subscribe, and follow us on your podcatcher of choice. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Podbean. We also have an email address for you to get in contact with us with questions that you would like to have answered on the show. Our email is multiverseunlimitedpodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in joining our Facebook group, the group name is Multiverse Unlimited. There is a password to get into the group if you're finding us through the show. The password is anti-life. With that out of the way, I would like to introduce the panel. We don't have the full force of Voltron with us this evening, but we have a full enough house to provide an entertaining entertaining show for you. So up first, we have QP. How are you, Quincy? Oh, hi, Tash. Really uh, energized by that intro there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I tried. And next up, we have that one guy, Rob. How's it going, Rob? How's it going, everybody? Next up, we have Mike. How are you, comic book Mike? Fine, man. What up, what up, everybody out there? And last but not least, we have Cosmic Lou. How are you? I am, like always, living the dream, Tasha. I love it. I love I mean, I'm not taking a page of the Q's book. I actually love it. That was, that was amazing. I like it. <laughs> I it like the it. cutest intro Thank ever. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it 100%. I like Smurfette giving it. And thank you for doing that, man. Like Tasha said, welcome everyone, first time listeners, long time listeners. Welcome, guys. Wow. She encompassed everything. That was, you know, Tasha's usually really quiet. She's usually on the very end of the show. Now she's at the very beginning of the show. And I can absolutely dig it. So welcome, everyone. 2023. 20, MJ. That's it. I'm 46 years old. MJ's a man. He's a goat. Always will be. Always will be. I'm not going to get Like you're talking to me, too. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a slow week in news, um, which is good because the last 10 days have been an absolute, forgive my French, shitstorm, but we'll take it. So we're just going to get jump right into this. And uh, Moon Knight, episode two. Two. dropped and mike i know you were kind of leery you're like you know if episode one if we have more of episode one i'm out what do you think about episode two it was better it was definitely better uh, was it great hell nah but it was better <laughs> it was good enough to come back the next week um i liked i had questions about moon knight the suit 
you know, I don't, I don't know much about his comic history, but you would see him in a suit suit and you'd see him in the, the hooded cape and everything. So I didn't know how that worked. So it's kind of good to learn just kind of, I, I guess, based on personalities. That's kind of what I took about it. Uh, this had more action in it for me. Yeah. I was in, definitely interested in it. I was kind of like it. Ethan Hart was kind of weird to me. Like he would use kind of. It was very weird, but <laughs> it, he would have one tone, and then the same sentence he'd have a whole other rough. It's like he was forgot he was in character. It was like, I, I didn't I didn't know if that was on purpose. Was, He's a psychopath. Uh, the same sentence. It was weird. <laughs> It's that like DMX. <laughs> he kind of was. He was rough and gruff. And then, hi, how you doing? And then back to rough and gruff. Ignore Conchu. But it was still pretty good. I can say it was better than last week. So I, I'll come back for next week for sure. All right. All right. Q, what do you got, man? What do you think of it? It was okay. I could, I could, um, it held my attention, but I, I just need to see where this is going. Like, it's. I don't know. Like maybe it's because I don't. I don't know much about the character. I never had interest in the character except when he was in the Spider-Man comic. So um, I'm just. I just want to see if the uh, story all makes sense by the time it's all over. Like it's, I'll be there next week. Oh, I agree. I know. I know very little about Moon Knight. I've done my Google searches and shit like that. I love. I love the aesthetic of Moon Knight. I love the fact that he's a functional psychopath, which is what most of us are in reality. Um, speaking of functional psychopaths, Rob, what do you think about the uh, episode two? <laughs> it's because I work at the post office, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm basically on the same page as Q and Mike. Um, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. I like seeing his, his other personality, you know, getting kind of roped in the conscious BS and giving him a, a suit. That was, that was fun to see. But at the same time, I'm sitting here waiting, like, what are the stakes? Like, what is really the point of this show? Like, is is there just some small thing? Is like, uh, I, I forget which what I was watching, but they were talking about, oh, maybe lasers are going to come out of the pyramid or something like that, you know? But, like, what is really the point of this this show is, is what, yeah. where I'm at right now. I, yeah, I'm, now. I'm still going to watch it. I, I like what I'm seeing. I just don't know where. It's, it's hard to see where it's going. Yeah. It's like, how do you find... How do you become the avatar of Khonshu? Is right. it on Career Builder or LinkedIn? Do you like find this job on LinkedIn somewhere? It was weird to me. Uh, I, but Tasha, did you yes. watch it? I right, did. What do you think? I watched both. I'm liking it. I I feel like because I don't know anything about the character, uh, not even from comic book tie-ins. It's just a me seeing this guy who basically has multiple personality disorder, if it's a disorder, um, and pretty much struggling with the fact that he doesn't even know he had this other half. I, I honestly have a lot of questions. Like, when did this Steven persona come to be? What was his earliest memory? Because it seems like Mark was more the 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 main person for that body the dominant um, person yeah and it seems like steven just came out of nowhere yeah. um conchu is scary <laughs> when the scene with the storage unit and he all of the flashing lights spooky 
for me. I'm just like, oh man, I I would be running so fast to get up out of there. I thought he had a neck until they tightened up the shot and you saw it was nothing there. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what spooked me. I was like, he ain't got no neck. I do love how Kanchi looks. I love the look of Kanchi. Yep. One of the things I kind of need them to explain at this point is the point of the scarab. Ethan Hawke's character really wants the scarab. We don't know what exactly it does, but apparently it's supposed to change the world. I guess it's a key to something to unlock a weapon. Didn't they say it was like a compass that's pointing towards the alligator alligator god's treasure or something like that? To her yeah, grave, supposed to her tomb. You're, right. you're, supposed, you're supposed to resurrect her. Oh, her tomb, that's right. Yeah, you're supposed to resurrect right. her as the person. And like she's supposed to be like the precogs from, what was that that movie with? Minority uh, Report? That one. You know, punish the people before they do something bad. It's like, all right. That I sounds like Psychopath, the anime, too. <laughs> that um, is true. Okay. So I, I guess I forgot that bit. Um, the, to me, the hilarious part of the episode was him fighting the jackal, the Mm -hmm. dog beast. And so we saw from this perspective of normal humans. So there's just stunt work of going, (laughs) oh, and flying around. It was just, that part was really funny for me. He's a really (laughs) fancy, he's a, he's a fancy drunk there, love. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, I will definitely keep watching for sure, but how many episodes is this getting? Six or nine? Six. Yeah, I'm going to need them to kind of speed up the whole dual personalities of Stephen and Mark, kind of iron that out for me. You could have started to speed up. I need them to speed up. If you look at it, it has like a 50, this one had like a 54 minute runtime. It had five minutes. Five or somewhere between five and seven minutes of credits, and then the intro and the recap was another three. So you're looking at basically a 45 minute episode of of a full meat of the episode. Six episodes, you're looking at basically a movie. You know what I mean? Um, I like the way it's, I like the pace. It's not giving out too much. There's a lot more action. The first episode was very cerebral. He never called his mom a single time this episode. Not a one. <laughs> Um, but I think that's because Mark was Mark Mark was in control of uh of this whole episode, and I dug it. His wife was really cool; she could handle her own. I thought that all the henchmen from Ethan Hawke's camp they can't fight because they all suck at it. Um, <laughs> but the fight scene with the suit. When he summoned the suit, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. All of a sudden, he lands in the hero stance and it just tips over, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> it was a bit of uh, of uh, of great placed humor. I like the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's not moving too slow. It's it's really building up. I think once we get to three, maybe maybe three and a half, and then it's just going to like, it's going to take off after that. Well, I think it's going to be amazing. The the word is that the fourth episode episode is supposed to be the one that's supposed to have everyone reeling and uh, excited when it happens. It's just it's the that last episode. I don't know where the time went. I just felt like nothing happened really, like besides the rooftop chase and 
That rooftop cave was was tight though. I didn't like the fact that he he got the suit. He said, "Mark, take over," and Mark took over, and then he pulled the two moon daggers out of his chest and did nothing with them. I was oh. like, "Yeah, pose. Yeah, that's about right." Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, "What are you getting?" Then he, what? Are you, I'm just gonna run up this building. That was great, great scene. I mean, I thought it was it was superbly done, but it was kind of a kind of a meh moment. The, the my the man moment for me was when he was in uh, the Mister Knight and he was like had the suit, but it was his personality. I just I I, I was wondering what I was watching at one point. <laughs> like I I just didn't I I don't know, y'all. Like I, I I like the way it looks. Like I hope um, by the time it's over, you know, I'll be thinking differently. But I like the first episode better than this one. Surprisingly, there was more explanation of how the personalities clash and how it takes all of Mark's constitution to communicate with him or to keep himself quote unquote sane inside of the mirror dimension. So whenever he, whenever Steven's personality is in control, Mark is doing everything he can to hold it together. And then when Steven's in there, he's just like, how do you do this all the time? He's like, well, you get used to it. So, wow. Does you know, this is, this is some really cool stuff because Mark is, is a strong dude and he comes out and he's just blasting people, has a wife, and Steven's like completely opposite. He's like totally weak. You know, he's like <laughs> I'm trying to think of an anime that's that's comparable because you have these these this certain thing is just has happened before in many a story. You have the weak personality versus the very strong personality. It's kinda like Hulk and Banner, honestly, yeah. or Thor and Donald Blake, or you know what, any one of these divided personalities, you know, I, 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 I get it. It's just I need uh, maybe I'm just don't. We've see gotten spoiled. Yet. We've gotten spoiled with certain things because we want action all the time. But I think this is a cerebral show. It's a bridge show. Because once this kind of peaks off, if we have six episodes of this, we have four more weeks of it. When it ends, you know what's coming out. Well, I, I again, like for me, I'm not the action dude. I I need the story to make sense. That's the like if you hear whenever we talk about a movie, the story's got to make sense to me. This like this is a slow burn. It's comparable to you know it's playing with your brain, kind of like Wandavision did. You know what I mean? It's building up to something. You know, you're gonna we're gonna have four episodes. Actually, we're gonna have three episodes of story build. And if episode four blows our minds off, we still have two more episodes after that to settle in and accept all the action and plot and all the all the you know holes being filled in. And then when this goes off, like I was saying, the multiverse of madness comes out. You know? And so that's what I think is gonna lead up to. I actually thought about buying my tickets today. They are on sale. Yeah. Yeah, I got to make a date night for that one. But overall, I dug Moon Knight. Anybody got any, any more else? I know Rob's over there. There, like, was, uh, there was one part in there where he was speaking Mandarin in his camp uh, mm-hmm. to one of the other people because they, they, they all are to be cultured and learn three languages, stuff like that. I have a friend who speaks Mandarin, and she said she had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's great. That's one of the best things I've heard all week. 
I like, found that did, to be very hilarious because she's like, watching it. So I, I speak Cantonese mostly, but I know enough Mandarin to get into a conversation. I'm listening to him. And I have no idea what he's saying. Maybe they're playing off the fact that his, his British accent is also absolute garbage. It could it could be a running it could be a running joke. Maybe I can I can get down with that. Ethan Hawke just needs to work on his dialect, I guess. He needs to get the glass out of his shoes. Is what he got to do. I don't like his haircut. In well, this, it's too long. It's Nirvana. That's what he reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Is is Kurt Cobain with that haircut, <laughs> minus the hole in the back of his head? Sorry, Kurt. That was not. It's front of his head. Yeah, well, I stand corrected. I remember when that happened. Wow. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, we're yeah we're seasoned vets, man. All right, moving forward. Halo episode was this three? This was three. Was three? Yeah. I dug it. I liked it. It uh, the the more I get into this show the more I appreciate it for the sci-fi show that it is. Even though it's based on a video game, this show reminds me a lot of The Expanse when it comes to visuals and dialogue and the story building. It reminds me a lot of The Expanse. And having played, like I said, 20 minutes of Halo my whole life, going into this dry, I'm digging it completely. I think, uh, what was her name? Har Harlow? The doctor. Oh, geez. I can't remember what her name is, but yeah. But I don't like her. Not a very nice I mean, woman. She's, no, she's a manipulator. I called her a very unnice word in a chat with uh, Rob and Tim Carter. Shout out to you because you are, you oh, are yeah, Dr. My, my. Dr. Halsey. Halsey. Yeah, Dr. Halsey. She's not a very nice woman. But the show is pretty great. It's uh, the platform shoes to make Master Chief look like he's seven feet tall. It's working wonders. Bokeem Woodbine with his absolutely insane chest armor that shoots all the way out here. <laughs> it's like a cup holder um, type of joint. Overall, great show. Who else has watched it? Anybody else? Was, I know Rob did. Rob, what do you think, man? I mean, you've played Halo before. Yeah, I've, I've, I, like I said before, I played the first three games. I had to actually, because there was a, a scene in this episode where uh, we have a lot of like worm stuff going on so i had to actually text uh tim who's our resident uh resident expert about it um because i don't remember ever seeing that in the game even when you killed the character that they're supposed to be from but you know this is this is this is a prequel so you know a lot of things evolve into the the games that there are now but i'm i'm liking it um yeah that dr halsey she is she is completely heartless the way that she just killed her own clone after reassuring <laughs> it that it would be fine. Yeah, in like the most brutal way ever. Getting your brain yeah. sucked out through your eye. Alright. <laughs> oh god. That's like, fun. Exactly. While, while like, they're awake. Yeah. That was gruesome. Mike, it that was, was terrible. That was pretty gruesome. She was terrible. She, wow. It, TLDR, she woke her clone up out of stasis. Right? Sat her down at the table. Had a conversation with her for like 15 minutes and, and reassured her that everything was okay. The clone said, well, the only reason why I'm here is because of my organs. And the doctor was like, you know what? Not really. And they kept talking. She's like, well, it's obvious that you want me for my brain. And the doctor yeah, was like, Yeah, but they, eh. they told her it would be a, a brainless digital transfer and yeah. not a needle through the face. And then they stuck a needle through her eyeball and sucked out her brain through a needle. 
and then mm. dropped her back into the regen tank to rebuild everything. Oh no! Was, it, was the no, regen that she that was, was? She was dissolved in acid. That was okay. I, I, I was, I was thinking was. to myself that creepy ass other doctor. I said, you know what he's going to do with that body as soon as somebody walks I'll, out of that see, room because he was all exact, over that. Yeah, I <laughs> because he was, he was creeping on like, her hardcore. That was t- you have such a beautiful brain. She's like, well, thank mm. you. you. Like my bald head too. Yeah, I was like this. This is creepy. I really thought he was going to get into some weird shit, but then uh-huh. he dropped it to. I thought it was the regen tank, but now that you say it was acid, it makes perfect sense. The only reason I knew that was because I had I had subtitles on and it said acid bubbling oh. when she was dropped into it. Yeah, she was dissolved. That was crazy. And then she took the brain. The brain ended up in like this little, like the size of a quarter type of joint. And then they just shoved it into the Master Chief's brain. And, and now that's, how we, said, that's how we get Cortana. Yeah. The original. And what made me laugh is when he was in that little booth doing research. And then she's talking to him. And she's like, well, I'm wired into your auditory nerves. And he's having this whole conversation in a room by his fucking self. Could you imagine walking in? And seeing some dude talking to himself for 20 minutes. <laughs> no, actually, I've done it. I've been that guy. And it's like, it's not fun either way. And it, but, it makes sense that she goes rogue and later in the series. Because in this one, they're basically treating her like Clippy. Like they, she's trying to offer help and they're just dismissing her at every freaking turn. Yep. Master Chief is a, is a boss. He stuck a daggone knife in his back and popped out a chip. <laughs> yeah. A chip, Mike's like, Ugh. it was a chip about the size of a grape that suppresses emotions in the spine. He stuck a knife in his back yeah. and popped it out. And it, it, was, it makes sense to have Master Chief not have his helmet on during all these scenes, too, because there's yeah. a lot of reaction and facial anim- uh, stuff going on, especially when he's touching the artifact. There's a lot of wide-eyed, and mm-hmm. he has a lot of range going on there. And him just standing around in his helmet, it would be completely uncompelling to watch that. No, no. It'd be as compelling as a uh, Fett or Mando going through some <laughs> shit, but I love it so far. I love this show. Yeah, I, um, I like how you you compared it to the Expanse, and I'm always thinking about it. It's kind of like the uh, it's kind of like Firefly, but from the other perspective. Yeah. Uh, normally, you're you're the rebels, and you're on the crappy planets, and this is on the other side where you're the oppressors, and then. They're the ones you are attacking the rebels. So you're like on the opposite end. You're you're with the the higher, the rich, the the military side of it, instead of being down on the ground with the the brown coats. Yeah. He's being set up. That's the one part I don't like. And his team is tight, but that one girl is just too damn nosy. She's just she's following him around all the time. Check out the show, man. If you haven't checked it out, um Quincy, not Quincy, T, shout out to you, man. Get better. Um, he said that. They're a week behind on YouTube. They drop on YouTube every other week. So episode two is now on YouTube as of today. And then episode three will be out when this time next week. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and check it out if you haven't. It's uh, it's good stuff. If you haven't played Halo, if you have played Halo, if you have played Halo, you're going to get a little bit upset because of the human inside of the Covenant type of joint. But it's a, it's a good story twist. I like it. Except for the earthworms that eat everybody. That's kind of weird. <laughs> That was kind of weird. So, all right. Tasha, this is, this is yes. one of my favorite parts. Young Justice. Woohoo. How are we looking? Yes. So, if the trend is going the way that the first half of the season did, we just concluded the arc with Calder, believe it or not. 
Each arc has been four episodes. And since we got the first three last week, this was the fourth. Um, <clears throat> as of right now, I don't know what the next arc is supposed to focus on. I haven't seen any news on it. Um, but hopefully it would be something with Rocket. Yes, Rocket. Um, if we've noticed how the intro goes, we've seen almost every character that is in the intro but Rocket. So I'm curious to see if there's something going on with her this season and we just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, so today's, yesterday's episode was titled Leviathan Weeks. So that goes to Quincy's correct guess that the secret message so far says invitation to kneel i have no idea what we could be kneeling to i haven't figured out what the overarching premise of this season is to even make a guess quincy do you have any guesses um i don't know um by what the the title next week um it should be e uh next week so we'll see Oh, okay. Yeah, I I have no idea. Um, so for <laughs> I really don't know. I'm I'm stumped. I don't know who we could possibly kneel to aside from one of the villains, like the light, or specifically Vandal Savage. I I really don't know. Um, let me, let me ask you, I don't mean to interrupt. What happened to mm-hmm. Darkseid again in the last season? Where is he? I don't remember. Pretty sure he's just on Apocalypse. I don't think they've done anything with him other than talking to some of the smaller villains he's been kind of filtering out into the world. Yeah, I think that's going to change in the next couple of weeks. Um, so this episode, we see... Um, what is his name? Oh. Arion? Is that what they've been calling him? Yeah. The original founder of Atlantis? Okay. Mm -hmm. So he has been, um, his name has been chanted throughout all of Atlantis for a few weeks now. And all of the different, um, I I can't say rulers, but leaders of each section of the ocean are coming together. It's like, we got to do something about this. There's going to be a riot, an uprising, something. And because of the prophecy that has been read by, oh God, I'm blanking on names. I'm sorry. Mira? The queen of the redhead? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, She read the prophecy about the one true king coming. He fits the bill. He decided to take on the responsibility of being the head king of Atlantis. Um, meanwhile, Calder, Wind, Lagan, and I'm not sure what the female's name is, but she was one of the uh, um, metahumans that was saved last, last no, two seasons ago, excuse me, with, um, through that whole fiasco of people getting new powers. Um, they went on an expedition to find 
Arion's crown in the ruins of Atlantis. And apparently they've been gone for weeks. Mm-hmm. Calder has a beard that's coming in. Wind has a beard that was coming in. Um, not too much really happened with them other than finding a giant crab. And eventually they did find the crown. Um, so we found out that spoilers, everybody spoilers. Um, Arion is actually a clone that Darkseid created and Arthur's brother, Ocean Master, he had his mind and memories manipulated by Simon. And all of this was so that Vandal Savage could get the lost crown that Calder and his team are actually on their mission to find. And his plan did not go the way he wanted it to because the Lords of Order, I was about to say chaos, the Lords of Order basically prevented that from happening. The clone basically disintegrated as soon as he put the crown on. And um, they, after that, the people of Atlantis saw that this guy was their false king. They can't go by the prophecy. So they named Mira the new head king of Atlantis. And I'm I'm saying head king because that's exactly what they said. They didn't say queen. They said she's the head king of Atlantis now. And um, Dr. Fate visited Vandal to basically say, you know, whatever plan you were cooking up, it's not going to work. And he seemed very upset. I don't know what Vandal's plan could overall plan could be it might have something to do with dark side as Quincy was saying I'm not sure um but things pretty much tied up in a bow at the uh by the end of this episode Megan was in Atlantis she helped wipe all of Simon's mind uh, mojo off of Ocean Master's head he was cleared of all charges for his crimes because he was manipulated by the light but also his memories were altered um so i don't i don't believe anything was left um unanswered aside from the glimpses of connor we keep seeing now here's something that um we did capture the bus when clarion merged with the bus and he would hop from time to from different time periods to other time periods. It was a portal. Superboy looked in the air and saw that bus go out of from one portal into the next. So we, I think Superboy is stuck somewhere inside space and time, but we haven't figured out how exactly he got there yet. Anybody else want to jump in? Any thoughts? I was going to ask who was, uh, who was wearing Fate's helmet? Because they're still doing that whole every couple of weeks they Zatanna. trade off. It looked like Zatanna. Okay. Yeah. Now, what um, was did Darkseid or did Savage create the clone? It looked like Savage. Did I say Darkseid? Yeah, I was. I was curious. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right, I just wanted to cut. I, I was like, I missed something. There. <laughs> nope. I'm sorry. It, Vandal Savage. And uh, next week's title should be T. It should begin with T, not not E. Okay. Shoot. So we're kneeling to somebody? Mm-hmm. Invitation there- to Kneel is a dope name, period. I love that. That's just something. <laughs> Invitation to Kneel. 
That's some Ric Flair ish. Just, just I <laughs> yeah. love that. <laughs> I'm the crocodile shoe wearing. What jet flying, wheeling, dealing, <laughs> stealing? What? <laughs> love that man. <laughs> He's an icon, man. That's for damn sure. You get oh. shot down here saying you hate Rick Flair in North Carolina. That's fighting work. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that is so true. Oh, man. Uh, st- I read, I read a, a, a couple theories about Superboy, and a lot of people think that he's stuck in the Phantom Zone. Somehow he got, too. he got stuck in there. And then it, since that's in, it's extra dimensional, it would make sense that the bus could pass through it, and he would also be outside mm-hmm. of time and space because time doesn't pass in the Phantom Zone. And so that mm. the last time we saw him was when he went under the the Mars lava, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting with the kryptonite. Yeah, and with Phantom, with Phantom Girl, whatever her power set is. Um, That's true. Matthew uh, on the page suggested that she pulled them through to uh, to save them, and I'm just remembering now. He said that meant to look up her abilities. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Uh, interdimensional travel. So, I mean that that so that she was could have like ported him someplace else. She could have saved them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. She needs to wake up too. Like she's been yeah. asleep for the last four episodes. She got to wake up. <laughs> have we uh, have we got any more information about the saga of Stinky Beast Boy? No, they didn't no. show him this episode. No. Okay. There's nothing else there. He needs to take a shower and go to rehab. <laughs> That's really it. Be sitting up in there with Will. Oh, man. No, oh, we'll get to that later. That's just a five-minute clip. Hang out, people. We'll talk about it. Hey, Rob, Picard, man. What's going on out there? All right. So what is this? Episode five now, I think? I think it is five. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so... The the crew are trying to infiltrate a like a glitz and glamour party full of like the it's it's got like NASA people in it and, and Hollywood and everything like that. Um and they had it was they had a two step security that they had to switch and they uh infiltrated the uh with I'm sorry, uh the Dr. Gerardi was the one who got in there. She got captured on purpose so she could get slip into the computer system and alter everything. Um, come to find out with having been assimilated in the last episode, she isn't actually taken over by the queen. The queen Borg put her pers- her put her personality inside of Gerardi's brain. So they're kind of co-opting the same body. We're not... I'm not exactly sure if she's going to try to take over the past. Probably not the the Borg Queen, but the di- the the dynamics between the two of them is pretty funny because the Doctor Gerardi is very uh, mousy and and reserved, whereas the Borg Queen is just the epitome of confidence. Yeah, and putting the two of them together and mixing their personalities together, you get a lot of pretty funny stuff going on. And uh, if you haven't seen Dr. Gerardi in that red dress, uh, you should look that up because she looks really good in it. <laughs> Google search. Yep. Um, so there, the entire premise of this whole thing is to try to keep an eye on Picard's ancestor, Renee Picard, and try to convince her that the space flight that she has to go on is necessary that the fear that she's feeling is, is something that everybody feels when they go on something like that. It's not something to be afraid of. 
Um, and he was able to have that pep talk with her and kind of undo all the work that Q has been trying to weasel into her head. Um, we got to see Adam Sung, the, um, and the, the far ancestor of the creator of, of data. Yeah. Uh, the geneticist get, uh, involved physically this time, not just by alerting security to Picard because the, the doctor has a lot of money. He managed to buy himself into the, into the board and, and alert security, but also run down Picard with his car. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, little, little does, does the soon know that, that Picard is not human at this point. He's actually a golem. He, his human body died in the last season. He's replaced with a highly advanced robot. Um, which I'll, I'll go into later. Something happens a little bit later, which kind of confuses me about that whole thing. Um, let's see. We don't see Q in this one, but we do see that. Um, oh no, where am I now? Okay. Well, actually we'll just go into, um, the, the the crew they find they find Picard knocked out after he got hit by the car and they take him back to the uh the doctor that the uh Captain Rios was was hanging out with and she tries to wake him back up with a defibrillator and it actually just blows up the defibrillator because again he's a he's a robot. But uh it, it that and a couple other things kind of make me wonder if I've missed something by watching and I need to go back and see. Uh the first thing would be that his body, I don't remember them ever saying that it was supposed to be indistinguishable from a human body. He's okay. supposed to, he's, he's not like data. He doesn't have a super strength or anything like that. Yeah. And he's, he'll, he'll live a normal lifespan. Like he'll, he'll die eventually, but all of their medical scanners, they're saying he's got a heart rate. He's got blood pressure. He has, you know, brain activity, like a normal thing. And that I'm very confused. I, I, I'm guessing that it was so advanced that it in our day age, day and age, it can't be deter- uh, de- deciphered between. But okay. I don't know. And then uh, the other thing is that Doctor Girardi made it sound like she intended to be assimilated and have control of the Borg Queen in her own mind. And I don't remember her saying that at all. And the, even in the last episode, the, the Borg Queen assimilated her without her knowledge. So I don't understand how she thinks it was planned if she didn't even know she was going to do that after she shot the Borg Queen in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> that, that still makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's. I, I'm starting to see some some opening prop, plot threads. This is also another show that I'm trying to understand where it's kind of going. Um, they They kind of... I, I think the Rene Picard thing might be a, a red herring. It's not really what is going to cause the future to become a dystopian nightmare, but something else is, and they're they're not really they're not really leading onto it. And we only have a few episodes left. Eesh. And they're... they started out pretty strong with a lot of Deep Space Nine uh, references. They mentioned Cisco. They had a, basically all the skulls that Picard had were all characters from D Space Nine. And this, I don't know if you guys remember the episode when Cisco went back in time during the Bell Riots. Um, yes. That was I'd... the same year that they are now, just in a different city. Okay. Cisco was in San Francisco. They're in LA right now. 
So there's a lot of like I'm I'm honestly surprised there isn't more more of crossover. that happening. Yeah, more crossing yeah. over between the two storylines. Shit. Yeah, but we'll see. I'll continue we'll to watch it, but yeah, it's starting to fray. The storylines are starting to fray a little bit on my end, unless I'm just not paying attention. And I'm missing stuff. It could be a combination of both, man. I mean, I'm sure you watch intently. I know you do, but oh yeah, I like to see my could, Star Trek. It could be it could be a little plot hole action that'll be filled in later. All right, I want to uh, let's get this hey, out real of the quick. Way. Yeah. yeah, I googled Doctor Gerardi. I did. <laughs> 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 That's the girl from. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. That was the drummer. Wow. She oh yeah, here. you're right. That is yeah. Scott Pilgrim no. versus the world. That was the the drummer Kim from the Sex Bombs. Yeah, the Sex Bomb. I was like, oh wow, look at her. All right, all right. I got I got to Google this real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, while you're doing that, um, they also announced since season three of Picard is already wrapped that the remaining main crew members of the of uh, the Next Generation are going to show up. So Lavar Burton. And uh, Gates McFadden and Michael Dorn, they're all going to also appear, assuming, assumingly as their their characters, Doctor Crusher, Worf, and uh, and Jordy, respectively. That's cool. Oh, there we go. That makes perfect sense now. Interesting. I Very didn't, interesting. I knew she looked familiar, but thanks for uh, bringing that up. Now I remember. She, oh yeah, that, that is the drummer from. Uh, yeah, she had a crust on Scott. Scott. Mm-hmm. Always scowling oh. behind him and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Goodbye, Google. Got to go away. Oh, man. Let me touch on this real quick. All right. Uh, referencing back to our topic, one of our topics last week, Will Smith. And we're not going to talk about the slap. We're going to talk about repercussions. We're going to give it a few minutes of a uh, little bit of press. He's been suspended or what was it? Uh, banned? From the uh, Oscars for 10 years. I'm not. It's not a big deal to me. I don't think that any movie he's going to do between now and 2032 is going to, you know, my opinion, not going to work, not be worthy of an Oscar. The man's damaged. He's got a lot of work to do. I don't think he's going to be uh, in front of a camera for a while. And who was it? Amazon, not Amazon. Uh, Netflix, Netflix and some yeah. other, yeah, some other production companies pretty much halted any plans with him in, in the near future. Um, does it hurt my feelings? No, he's a human. He made a mistake. And he needs to pay for it. He's on a grander scale. He needs to just pay for it. Um, opinions, real quick. Anybody on Will Smith being banned from the Oscars for ten years? Well, it's uh, he's banned from attending, right? But he can still yeah, win the award. He can still win. Yeah, I just don't think he'll win one. I think this is it. I think this um, year was it. I'm just happy he got to keep the one the one he won. Uh, that's yeah. all I really cared about. Um, he does need, like we said, like, like I said last week. I think there's more going on. Will he needs to heal? Uh, he does a lot. Mental health is real, and he comes from a community like most of us that dealing with mental health doesn't exist. Exactly. And, uh, he he is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a lot to deal with. He needs that time. Does he need to be punished? Yeah, but he also needs that time to heal. And yeah, he's I'm held cool to with the, the higher standard. He he did it very publicly, so he does need to be punished. 
There needs to be some kind of repercussions. Mm-hmm. He keeps his award. I'm good. He, he if he gets time to chill out, I, I don't know if any of his movies would not be award worthy. I just don't see him making any movies right now. I think right now he's damaged goods and nobody wants to take that risk. Yeah. But uh, like I said, as long yeah. as he kept his award, I'm good. And I, I, he can deal with the, the punishment. He'll be all right. And, and by the time he's, he'll be 60 something by the time he gets out. I'm not out, but <laughs> gets, <laughs> gets to, you know, show back up. He'll, you know, he'll get embraced. He'll get the, he'll get the big ovation and hey, I'm back. It's one award ceremony. I mean, granted, right. it's, it's the it's the it's the pinnacle of award ceremonies. I want I want to go back and say he may put out some good movies between now and ten years from now. I'm not going to slam him on that. I think that right now he's at a peak. He's he's in that absolute peak of his career where he's old enough. It's the old saying: old enough to know better, but young enough to still do it. Right, and that's exactly where he is. I agree with and that. I, and uh, I, I wish him the best. I agree. He needs help. He needs a lot of help. Just like Mike said, we're from the neighborhoods and the generations and the Ooh, denial. You said it right with generations. Ooh, yes, yeah. Lord. It's just mental health was something that we never talked about. And the older and wiser that I get and the more that the world's evolving, it's, it's a, a lot of things involved. Mental health is important. I don't think the punishment was actually that bad. Like I was concerned about him um, keeping the award. Like I don't think they should have took that from him. He earned um, it before he before he slapped him. It was already in the envelope before he slapped him. Well, there was con- there was talk about them doing that. Like I I didn't want them to do that. No. Um, his thing, like he he got punished, and like to me, it's just like just move on. Like he doesn't have a history of this, and. Um, I don't know what's going on with them, but let them work it out. This is this isn't the end of his career. Like there are people that have done worse and have come back. Like he'll be fine. Just need time. Yeah, he needs to heal. That's very true. Just needs to heal. All right, Tosh, you good? Yep, I'm good. All right, awesome. Get that soapbox out of there. Put the cat in it. I'm playing. I'm <laughs> All right. Oh, um. <laughs> She's in her little little tower right now. Sleep. (laughs) Y'all and cats, man. Who got to read X-Men Red 1? I just flipped through it earlier today. I read it. I I read it for for tonight. It was um, was pretty good. Did we see Apache? Was that big old Apache slapping people around? That was uh, John Proudstar. That was um, Warpath's older brother. Okay. Uh, there's there's a backstory with him. He he's like one of the only X Men to die and stay dead for like thirty years. Um, way back in seventy five, X Men was almost about to be canceled. They were they were actually showing in the X Men early books. They were just reprinting early issues of X Men or just random stories. They didn't even X Men in it. Just had the banner. And then around seventy five, Chris Claremont came out and pretty much made the current X Men team that we know. He added Storm. He added uh, Wolverine. He added uh, Colossus, Kitty Pride. That was all Chris Claremont, that one giant size X Men. And uh, Thunderbird was his name. He was on Thunderbird. that team. Thunderbird was that name. And, I'm sorry, uh, pause. Apache was the DC character. Apache yeah. Chief. Apache, Apache Chief. Chief. That he grew, grew like big, super large. Yes. And super friends. All right. All right. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's what that was. So. W- 
and now that they're on Krakoa, but and he died was ironically he died fighting Krakoa. That was a whole thing about Giants House X Men. Krakoa had a team of X Men hostage, and, and Professor X sent a team to go get him, and he was on that team, and he died fighting Krakoa. But now they're on Krakoa. They used the resurrection protocols, and they brought him back. And I, apparently, he has a a big anger with Cyclops. So I don't know what that's about. I guess he might blame him for letting him die for so long, but. He's down with everybody else. I loved it. You know, I um, I like the name because they're on Mars. It makes sense. The Red Planet. Mars is the Red Planet, right? I'm thinking that's what they're mm, going with that. Yeah. And uh, I like that angle with uh, Prowlstar coming in and talking junk. I, I really like that. I, I wasn't too, didn't understand how Gabriel Summers, they kind of downplayed his powers because in a, uh, Remember, this guy flew from Earth to the Shi'ar Empire. He flew. He didn't have a plane. This dude took off and flew and took it off. Took over the whole empire. <laughs> but he gets knocked out by a table. I didn't see that coming up. <laughs> but <laughs> I laughed so hard watching him get hit. He got hit with a table, and that took him out. This guy went toe-to-toe with Black Bolt and beat Gladiator. Come on. How does this work? Uh, but, well, he, he took a punch to the face too. Then he got yeah, hit with a table. Yeah, but so again, like you don't fly to the empire. You don't go knuckle <laughs> up with with, with, with with black bolt and get hit by a table. And and like, oh lord, no. Oh, but hey, man. maybe he's depowered or something. I don't I don't know what's going on with the the. I'm so far behind the X Men. It's like I'm further behind that than I am uh, Spider Man. So I really don't know what's going on with all that. And I'm personally tired of Polaris. They keep yeah. trying to they keep trying to push her in the books, and she's just not sticking. Mm-hmm. Polaris, even if she was, what was the ship she was on? Um, that floating space station. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Sword. But it, yeah, that eventually got taken over by Krakoa, mm-hmm. and they integrated all of Krakoa into it, and it became like a transport vehicle during the uh, the oh the big bad. What's his name? Not the Black Knight. Um. The guy who took over with the black sludge, Venom's great 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 granddaddy. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, yeah. They they keep trying to force her in the comics, man. She's not sticking. She's uncooked spaghetti. She ain't sticking to nothing. And she's got a lot of history, but you're right. She's not one of those characters that I've never heard anybody say, "Give me some Polaris. I want to read what she's doing." I've never, <laughs> never heard that. Nobody cares about Magneto Junior. Nobody. If cares it wasn't about for that. Magneto, there would be no reason for her to be talked about. Not at all. Not at all. I dug. I dug it. I flipped through it. I'm a, I'm a re. I'm a read it intently after we're done here, because I kind of skimmed through it. But the art looks great, mm-hmm. and I loved watching. You know, the big Native American guy smack people around. He's gigantic. He was looking. He was looking down on Cable, and Cable's a big cat. Oh, uh, that line there made me holler. That was one of my favorite. Because he died in a plane crash. And mm-hmm. uh, Cable said, "You." he said, I would never have let my brother train with you and become a soldier. Cable was like, if you had something to do, like catch a plane, I dropped the book. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> 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 that, I I mean, oh, my God. I, I, I hollered. I love that scene. Yeah, I'm going to add that book just for the shit talking they're doing. They, they got a, a sale just for that. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, that was, I, I love the book. It was Quince, did you get to it? No, I didn't finish. Uh, I didn't finish it. I was actually reading it before we got on. I'll finish it um, after we get off. But Oh, yeah. We'll fill up the comments on that one. Somebody post something. Mike or Q, post something on there, man. We'll run it up because, you know, 
It was it was a boss episode. It was a boss episode. Boss book, man. It was really good. That was a good book. Uh, what I've been reading this weekend on the recommendation of Sean was uh, the was it Shadow War, Dark War, um, Alpha, uh, Deathstroke um, is going to war with the League of Assassins. Uh, he was framed for uh, killing um, uh, Roz. And yeah. uh, they're, they're, they're trying to figure out who it actually was because uh, whoever shot and killed Roz... Um, was wearing like his outfit from like the eighties and like uh Slade when watching the, uh, the film was like, I haven't worn that outfit in years. Was you it know, his I, son? No, I, I, his son. Well, I don't know how many kids he has right now. He has a son with him right now. Oh, okay. No, this kid respawn. I never heard of him before this week, but, uh, shadow war alpha and Batman this week were tie-ins with it. And, uh, They've been good. Like I, I'm glad that uh, Sean recommended them. I'll be following that. Uh, but that's the major read for me this week. John Boy Myers did that cover. Uh, okay. I, I love I, the reason why I love John Boy Myers is uh, artwork. He does a great Deathstroke, and he does some pretty good Bat Family too. That's the reason why it's stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. That's why gotcha. I like. I love the cover. Was it that issue of Batman that had the uh, the pictures you posted of the of the breakdown of the omniverse and multiverse and well that was and- uh, a preview for um, uh, Flashpoint Beyond um, Batman is in uh, you read fifty two right the weekly series so you remember the bunker that had all the um, the conspiracy theories almost like it had red lanterns on there, all that stuff. And it looked like the same room, but it was different. So it might be like another one of rips, um, um, bunkers, like, you know, one of his chalkboards. Apparently this is just something he does, but, uh, John's is writing that and that's coming out this month or next month. And it's, um, about, Thomas Wayne, uh, I believe. I don't know what that tie-in in the beginning with Batman and those two uh, Joker henchmen, it looked like, had to do with the story overall. Dig it. So looking forward to that. Also. The Maestro John's is writing good. it. I'm reading it. John's is really good. I, I, I really wish can. he would do a one Marvel book. At least give me one before he retire. He, just, he, can't, he has to stay away from TV and movies. Just <laughs> the writing books. <laughs> Doesn't translate well on the screen. Now, he is fantastic, fantastic, fantastic writer. But uh, the, just stick with that, man. Just stick with that. Yeah, his Green Lantern run is going to go down in history. Legendary. Oh, yeah. That's one of the, the best. Um, the Flash, when he brought Bear, uh, Barry back after all those years. Um, Rebirth, yeah. He's, yeah, he's he's good at that, at building those stories. And um like you said, like Green Lantern, I'm still reading it, but it'll never go back to where it was when he was writing. Not that I can see. It's too many, too many Batman books in DC right now. Just my opinion. I'm gonna get back on it. Staying on um, the X Men front, Mike had a great question. If you could see an X Men team debut in the MCU, there have been tons of X Men teams. Who would it be? Um, Tosh. I know that you're the novice at this. That's, that's, that's why I want to go at you I'm first. I'm like, duh. 
da. What X Men te- like? What groups of X Men teams have there been? <laughs> like, many, I don't know. Too many to list. I didn't mean to call them. I, I did. I just wanted to hear like, you say I, something. I think I've heard at some point Spider Man was part of the X Men. No, we'll, no, we'll talk after this. Or show. Was that reverse? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Cut that out, Lou. Cut it out. That's going. That's going at the very front. That's going at the very front, and you know I'm not playing. All right, I'll I'll take the first one. I don't mind. Um, The OG team, the team that I would love to see, definitely has Cyclops. It has the OG Jean Grey. I like um, Angel, the original Angel. Um, feather wings, yeah, the feather wings. Um, Beast. I don't know if I want Beast with blue hair or if I want Beast with big feet. You know what I mean? I do. I don't know which one I want. Um, and an Iceman, the like the OG team. That's the one I would love to see because of the fact that there's so much more to expand on. And that was the cover that I saw, and of course Xavier. That's the team that I would love to see. I mean, I don't want nothing against Wolverine. He's he's a great comic character. But I think that that team itself epitomizes what X-Men is to me when I think about him. I think about the the blue, the um the bobsled uniforms that they used to wear all the time. Yep. <laughs> That's that when I think of X-Men, I think of the bobsled uniforms. That's just me. That would that was going to be my exact same team too. Really, it it makes sense because we they they still don't know how they're going to integrate. But a lot of people are thinking that the X Men have just always been there, so it would be best to introduce the ones who could blend in with society first, and then move on from there. But that's just yeah, that's just what I was thinking. The same exact team, the original, the OG, Quincy. I know, I know you love the X Men. Well, yeah. Of course, like uh, when I when I posted that and uh, Mike had commented, you know, saving it for um, today, I was I was thinking about this. Like I like I like Colossus. That's all. He's my favorite guy. Uh, Colossus Storm. I'm going Wolverine, Cyclops, and Gene. Um, and I, and I like Iceman. And if we had like if we're doing six, then he would be the sixth guy. But that's who. That's who I would. Uh, bring in just for I would like to see them on screen those power sets on the screen it'd be something different even though we've seen Colossus already uh, done very well in Deadpool Um, but that's who I would want to see All right, Mike our our resident X-Men expert Jay's not here tonight or Miles so uh, (laughs) Terrence isn't here so um the one I keep saying everybody want want to uh, want the most is the the blue and the gold team from the '90s book, and I can respect that because you got to think that's the number one selling comic of all time. The book is that, that book sold millions of. I have ten copies myself, but uh, I don't want that team, and I don't want Wolverine. I, I I think we need to give Wolverine a long break, a long, long, <laughs> long break, because as soon as he comes, it's going to change the, the whole thing. They're going to want to see it. It's Gerd and despite I don't know I don't need to see the claws and all that drama so I I pick I don't know how many we going with I I, I could only how many, how many Avengers were there how many that was on that team six, right six go six go six okay 
if we go six, I, I'm I'm going to have to I'm, I'm, I I had to write it down. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to go with Cyclops. You got to have Cyclops. I need Cyclops established. I need him to be a badass. I need people to understand he's not crying in the corner saying Gene Gene. I need you to see how dope Cyclops can really be. Uh, I do need Gene Gray to be there because I want I want them to be that power couple like uh, Mister Mister Fantastic. I want them to be there. I don't want no Wolverine thruple couple couple thing. I don't want them just them two. Um, I want Storm there. Uh, again, I'm with Quincy. I want Colossus there because you need the strong guy. Uh, I want Rogue there because you got Miss Marvel. You got Captain Marvel like that. You need to have that for Captain Marvel. That's got that's got to happen. People are looking for that. That's one of the fights everybody's looking for. And and my number six is kind of is rotating between three people. It's between Bishop, uh, Nightcrawler, and Kitty Pride. I can go any of those. Bishop doesn't have to be time traveling. He can already be there. I can already be established. Uh, Kitty Pride is one of my favorite X Men. She's like one of my top three X Men. I agree. Um, I agree. And, and Nightcrawler for the same reason. You know his combat skills are up there. He can. I could see him interacting with Spider Man. I can. I could see a lot of things going on with that. Uh, but that that would be my team. Um, I like that, and I, I, I like that. the idea that most people don't want Wolverine. I think the MCU would, would do it best to leave him separate from the X Men, let them stand on their own leg, have Wolverine be like a solo person at least for the first few movies. You know, I don't need to see him at all because anything he do is going to take away from the team. I, anything yeah. he's going to do is is, is Take away. He, he's going to be the star. As soon as he comes on the screen, he's going to be the star, whether he's with them or not. Why isn't he in the movie? It's all you're going to hear. Just leave him away. You can introduce him as a villain. Hey, but I, I think this would like help to your point, Mike. I mean, I know Scott has the upper hand on Logan in comics now. Like, I think one of the things that would put him over would be for him to put Logan down on the big screen in some way establish himself like you you could plus i'm thinking about interactions with other teams like i like to see wolverine and hulk i would like to see iceman and storm i'm thinking about uh excuse me um fantastic four uh torch and iceman like i think about interactions with other teams but like to me it would be a wasted opportunity um what is that story uh was it schism i don't know how to say that yeah when he had the uh that's where they had the confrontation you know, kind of establishing Cyclops is the lead guy. You know, well, it Things was a, it was a dispute. They did they didn't. Yeah, Wolverine and Cyclops had a disagreement on how they wanted to do the team. Cyclops wanted to train everybody to be soldiers, and Wolverine was like, "No, let's do the school thing," which is kind of weird. But and yeah, they, the, they had a big fight between those the Jean Grey school. The Jean yeah, that's, that's, that's Wolverine what he, named uh, it. Yeah. The the Jean Grey school first I, that disrespected me period because he was it was called Wolverine and the X Men that that comic to this day I've never read one issue I didn't read the car I didn't watch the cartoon because just because the title Wolverine and the X Men was disrespectful as hell to me I know hell no that was overstepping but, that line just a habitual what? line stepper man and then him naming the school as the Jean Grey not Cyclops oh come on man stop it that that that, that had me upset for a long time. What what intrigues me about you and QP's choice, and I love it. I, I would, you know, now that you mentioned it, I'd love to see Aurora. I'd love to see her power set done properly on the screen. You know, with uh, I, I loved her in, in some of the X Men movies. 
kind of tailed off at the end. Aurora would be, would be good. Um, I think Rogue is definitely a must, mm-hmm. considering the state of the MCU right now with the pushing of Captain Marvel. You know, you know me personally, give me stinky cheese all day long. And I think Bishop. Are we talking? Talking? Are we talking about jury curl Bishop or ball head Bishop? I don't know which which one. It could be in between Bishop, like he is now, with just a little, <laughs> little short on top. I just I want the M one to face and everything. Like I said, we don't have to go the whole time traveling thing. They don't, they don't have to go like deep it. into it. But they, I like Bishop. I, I I want Bishop on the team. I you know I, I definitely want him there. He's one of my favorite X Men of all time. Honestly. Yes, I love for Bishop. many reasons. He was way he's way op. The fact that a man can absorb any kind of energy and shoot it back at you, but he Imagine can die that on screen. That would look so amazing. A, you can stab him with a stick and kill him, though. That was the whole funny <laughs> thing. Is that he was like allergic to wood? Not, not really, but he could die right, from right. like a sharp implement being you know stuck into him. And Nightcrawler would be amazing. I love the way they handled him in the X movies because I love mm-hmm. I love the whole poof thing. That was great. But was it X Men Two when he went off? Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it two or three? Was it two? It's two. Yeah, in the White House. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was one of the best things. I, I really liked that. I they think could do I, a lot with him and Kitty Pride alone. I mean, she's one of my favorite. I think that her her power set alone just makes her completely insane. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember uh, about a year or so ago, I watched, I read a book where she phased a building a whole building that was falling and phased the whole building to where it didn't crush anything around it. It just absorbed. I was like, wow, this is insane. And, and Kitty Pryde's a tough fighter too. Remember she, it was shadow cat and Wolverine. She, she was like Wolverine's original sidekick. She yeah. learned to fight from him back in the day. Kitty Pryde is no chump. And the know? cool thing is that she had a relationship with Peter Quill in the books too. Peter Quill, Pete Wisdom, uh, Colossus, Peter, she just Storm made Peter. a joke. Storm made a joke. What is with you and guys named Peter? Storm made that joke. What is going on with you? You think Spider Man at all? I don't. Oh, it's Peter possible, Parker but there? I don't. It, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, Peter attracted a lot of women, man. Yeah, he even made out with uh, with uh, Silk with uh, I can't remember uh, Moon. Mm-hmm. I can't remember Peter Quill did. No, uh, Peter Parker did. Weren't they attracted because of the spider? Was it the same spider? It was the pheromones that right. they were kicking off to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird, but it, it all happened in like three panels. It's kind of strange. But X-Men teams, man. Those everybody had great lists. I mean, I went back to the original cover because I have I have a a painting that I got and it's up in my son's room um of that original cover. And that's one of the reasons why I look at that team all the time. Cause I, I look at it like these guys were great. This is way before beast turned blue. And, uh, it was still, she was still Marvel girl. Uh, Jean Grey was still Marvel girl. So she was just still kind of, she had the powers, but she wasn't really, in my opinion, over corrupted as a character because it just kept trying to put stuff on her as a character. And all of a sudden she became like the Phoenix. And well, before she became the Phoenix, she was like Xavier jr. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what so she was, no dark Phoenix. Leave that alone. You tried it twice, and it, yeah. it didn't work either. Story, just leave it alone. It, it didn't. It, there's so much story build up to that character that it would take entirely too long for it to happen. Right. It's, you know, you're doing it right now with Scarlet Witch. Let her have the little dark run. Leave. <laughs> Let's not do it again. 
I think it'd be a great time for the X Men to drop in. But you I'm know, gonna... with the X Men, like it's going to lead to Shiar um, exposure and them coming because they have the relationship with them. Like mm-hmm. they would need some kind of catalyst for them to make that connection. Like I, I, as much as I agree with you, like I wouldn't be surprised if they run past that Dark Phoenix story again. Uh, give it ten years. Well, maybe eight. And they can touch on it in eight years. What other storylines are the Shi'ar involved in? Because we got Secret Wars coming on. Were they in there? No. The Secret Invasion. They grow in the trial of tri- the trial of Jean Grey. They, they it's only X Men stuff mostly with the Shi'ar. Yeah. I mean, Professor yeah. X was dating the, the one of the CR for a while. Lilander, I think her name was. Yeah, the, the fin head chick. Right. right? The yeah, whole right. the whole race has the, the, the feather head things going on. Yeah. I can't think, besides War of the Kings, oh, right off the top of my head, I couldn't think of a big CR storyline. You know? uh, Operation Galactic Storm. Um, but they tend to be in X-Men books. They tend like to be in Kree. X-Men a lot. Yeah, Scrolls are Fantastic Four and Kree... Three scrolls are Avengers, like, but those, that seems to be like the breakdown. Like, uh, it, I, I didn't think about it till now. Like, you kind of that would complete like the that big three of alien races um, for Marvel, and I doubt that they'll miss that opportunity. Well, I, hope, I, hope I mean, if, if, give me a good story. That's all it's gonna I take. have don't. no idea how you guys keep all that straight. <laughs> I really don't. I feel like I would confuse one X-Men story with a different X-Men story. It's one same, Batman one with it, another Batman one. It's comparable to your to your, to, to anime. I was going to say to your anime, but it's not your anime. It's, <laughs> it's comparable to anime. You, yeah. you stick with all the stories and, and the characters. It's, just, it's, it's everybody's thing. I mean, and you, they you educate us and we educate you. But they repeat it over the years. You, you, they'll give you a recap when a new story comes up. I've been doing reading comics since I was oh, twelve. Is that it? You know, there's always a flashback to when something <laughs> happened, and okay, this happened on issue number at the bottom of the panel with a little star issue. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's see mm-hmm. this okay. here, so they'll remind you of what to go back to read if you need to. But you just learn. Yeah, with anime, it's different characters and different stories, but with you guys, it's the same characters but same several universe, different yeah. stories. I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you keep it straight? Yeah, Batman's been between ages of 35 to 45 for the last 60 plus years. So, I mean, that's 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 what it is. Characters don't get old. I mean, the writers change and characters evolve or devolve in some situations. But you know, they are going to do Shiar because you can't miss an opportunity for an Imperial Guard. So, like that's that has to happen. I, mean, I can see Shiar coming. I don't have a problem with them doing that. Uh, and if they have to do Dark Phoenix, just take their time with it. Don't rush it into one well, movie. Well, the only what else is going to show up. That'd be the best part. What Gladiator else could they do, up? though, Mike? What 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 story like would bring the people in besides Dark Phoenix? Like something they could build to. They could they could to bring the Shi'ar or just in general. No, just a story for to build like three X Men movies on. They could do um, Inferno when they have to, they dealt with the demons. They could do that. They 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 could they could do Inferno. They could uh, do the whole Outback saga with the X Men were living in the Outback and they had a, uh, Gateway sending them out to different locations to take care of that. I love can Gateway. you do Inferno though with a clone Jean Grey like right off the begin right at the beginning of their existence in the MCU? 
I mean, they can. There's a lot of demons. They can they finally give everybody Mephisto. Hell, make <laughs> <laughs> everybody shut up about that. Yeah, they can. They can do that. Here's Mephisto for y'all, and he's the one up, doing that. I'm Mephisto. Yeah, oh, that could be how they twisted. You know, twisted. They didn't realize it was she was out there. Um, they could be. I mean, there's things they can do other than Dark Phoenix. X Men been around for a long time. I can't think of everyone off the top of my head, but they could they could do something to 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 to, to pull the cast in. You know, if they're showing up, I think a registration story with Sentinels maybe yeah, would be easier off the bat. Like you know, bunch of robots to smash, no one to really kill or anything. That would, be, would be a be nice Marvel. issue. Just some some that. Yeah, that's an issue because I speak issues, but yeah, that <laughs> that that could be nice. You know. Just mm. a regular training book. Hell, just a regular. This is the school we're training these people for. This they can just go into that. If they did Magneto right, they can have an old Magneto kicking behind. I, like I, I actually didn't. I, I liked First Class. I think First Class is one of the better comic book mm-hmm. movies, and I like that they were working with uh, the government and they were kept secret. And I like that Magneto was with them in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. would you? started off with something similar to that. I think the whole Magneto, I don't necessarily need, he need he needs to be with the team, but I wouldn't mind a, a movie with him and Xavier together so you can kind of see their split. Mm-hmm. That that would, would be enough for me for their split because you kind of want to establish that groundwork there because Magneto isn't technically a bad guy. It's just how he decides to go about what he wants to get done. Professor X is just nicer with it, but Magneto will just, you know, we're not going to do all this. Just tear his head off. But Magneto's I, like, do you do you install light bulbs? No. I don't install light bulbs. <laughs> Magneto's Nobody like, else going to get the joke. No, nah, I don't I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. That was an inside joke. You'll laugh at it if you get in the chat. It's pretty funny. No. Now, I, I get I get what you're saying with McNeil as much as uh, I give you a hard time uh, about it because that's uh, it's similarities between him and Sinestro, uh, like where the lanterns use order and you know justice and law. Like he's like you guys are going to do the right thing and I'm going to force it out of you with fear. You know, like that was just his different method of upholding law. And he mm-hmm. actually got it done uh, at one point when the lanterns were gone. So, like, I, I dig what you're saying with Magneto. You know. This isn't even the first time with Kakoa that the X Men have had their own. Like, the, you know, they had Utopia. Uh, Magneto had Genosha. This isn't the yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, I was about to say Genosha. Yeah. And this isn't the first time they've done it. And um, you're talking about alien races. We gotta forget. Don't forget the Brood has a lot yeah, to do with the X Men. They can do the Brood I forgot about that. The ripoff alien xenomorphs. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, they, right they could do that. They could, and That'd that could good. bring in the Shi'ar. They're just a brood. Maybe the Shi'ar hunting a brood down, and they, they they're coming to Earth. The go. brood opens up a whole lot. Yeah, because they had they had a lot of uh, guardians tie-ins too. The brood did, did they? No, that was a that was a different race of bugs. That was uh, what was his name? Had the mega bands. I can't remember his name. To save my life right now. The oh, green uh, Apocalypse. Uh, and, 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 uh, uh, Annihilation. Annihilus. Annihilus. Yeah. Okay. So the, oh, the Annihilation Wave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hell. 
Well, hell, you mean great teams. I love the breakdown. Mike, you are an amazing X-Men uh, resource, man. You know that. Hey, appreciate it. X-Men, the comic book saved my life. <laughs> it's true. And I mean that seriously. Comics saved my life. And X-Men was one of the first books I fell in love with. Man, on that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Anybody else? A uh, little freestyle moment. Anybody got anything they want to fly out there? Put yeah. out in the universe? I, I do. Uh, I was talking with the wife and we got into a little uh, dispute. So we were talking about Will Smith and uh, Jada Pickett. And we were talking about Jada Pickett's career. Who who do you think had the better career? Jada Pickett or Nia Long? And I'm asking you guys mm. and people listening. I said Nia Long. I said Nia Long. She said Jada Pickett. Like I don't know why. But we got into uh, is this eighty nine and ninety when like no. the career like the the primes I guess TV show to when they slowed down or whatever I said Neil Long. I'm gonna have to go with Jada. I was gonna put a post up later. Uh, well, tomorrow morning actually, but uh, yeah, like we we like it's to me it's close. It's not even like one is significantly. Nia Long did Love Jones, Jones, right? Did she do Love Jones? Yeah, she she did Love Jones, and I love Love Jones. And that's I'm being biased because that's one of my favorite movies all time. But but Jada also had Poetic Justice. That wasn't her. Yeah, that was her. No, that was Jada. You think you think about Jason Lyric? You think Jason Lyric? Jason Lyric. Yeah, yeah, and she did. That was to me. That's I can't think of another good movie she's done. No, Nia Long was also in a shame. And best man, and Jada was in shame. Yeah, Jada was in shame, mm-hmm. and that wasn't was, a movie, but we like it. We like it, right? Classic. It was a cult classic. It was a hood, <laughs> it was a hood classic. It was a hood classic. Yeah, it was yeah. a good movie, but you know, like oh, it was that, a hood yeah, classic. Song, yeah, put that on. I watched that. But nah. <laughs> Jada just ain't even the same Jada. She only looked like the same person. Jada nah. got she got a different world the last two or three seasons. Yeah, and she got Jason's lyric. And I can't think of nothing, and I may be forgetting something or overlooking, but like that's what I ask you guys. There's no um, Jada movie. I would just say, let's go watch Jada. Let's turn this movie there's, on. There's no Neil Long movie. I would say, just go ahead and watch. Love Neil Jones. Long. I don't love, Jones. love Jones. Love Jones. Love, everybody classic. loves Love Jones. You got to watch it once a year. It's mandatory. You know, hell. But yeah, you bet you're right. There's no one particular one, but there's a lot of movies with Neil oh. Long in it that I like to watch. Like Friday, yeah. I like to watch Friday. Like Big Mama's House, the first one. You know. Oh wow! I never watched any of those. The first one is the only one you need to watch. The rest of them, just, yeah, trash. just don't even. Yeah, the other trash. At least seen Best Man, right? She was in the Best Man. Yeah, Best Man. Oh wow! She's in both of them. Yeah, she was in both of them. Yeah, I forget right. about that. She's she's mm. in there, and she was a better girlfriend to Will on Fresh Prince than Jada is a wife. Oh jeez, don't, do <laughs> don't do that! Don't do that! Don't do that! Some great writers, she was, man. She was. <laughs> yeah, I pulled up well, a bunch of X Men storylines too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, X Mans. Yeah, yeah. Massacre will be nice. That'd be nice when we get them started. We got to get them started. You the, know what that most... is? No. Say that again. The Mutant Massacre. No, nah, man. That was I want to say it was Sinister. I can't remember who the big bad was, but basically they just went around killing mutants. That was all they were doing. It was a that's how Angel lost his wings. They had him oh, yeah, to the wall and they, they cut his that's what all that cut his wings off. That was a lot of stuff going on with that one. That's Sinister, a Sinister Henchman or Apocalypse Henchman? I, I want to say Apocalypse. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Apocalypse. 
That was during Inferno, though, right? No, no, no. Didn't he become did... one of uh, Apocalypse uh, Riders? Horseman, that? yeah, he did. He he was one of the Horsemen for a while. Didn't that happen? When did he get? When did he become Archangel? Archangel. He was around that same time frame. But I think it was a. The, I think it was a mutant massacre when he lost his wings. Well, I'll, I'll trust you. I thought it was during Inferno. Inferno? I'll trust you. It, it may have been. I mean, we have to go back. Oh, hold on. Mutant Ma- mutant massacre is the one with all the mutants laid out on the yes. The, uh, on yeah, the my sand. Fa- yeah, my favorite. And that was following uh, mutants. That was following the mutants on that. Oh, one. okay, okay. It was so That's many of them. It was so so. Yeah. It was all. This is all eight nine eighty nine nineties X Men. There was a lot of stuff going on with him. Yeah, what did you say the name of that was? Not mutant massacre. The following the mutants. All right, hold on. Let's see if that's the one. Look at this, Doctor Google. What's wrong with me? Hey, while we, while we, while he's googling, um, oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 this is my favorite X Men cover of all time. This, <laughs> <laughs> this, on you. this is great. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, I do love it. Look at this. They all this, laid out. This is art. That's about when I, you know. That's when they had X Factor and X Men because the original five had broke off to be X Factor. So X Factor was X-Men boss, at that man. Time. They were just they were henchmen. They just went out wiping people out, man. You know, that's when they, they weren't even you know did their own thing. And they they were under names. They had like jumpsuits and they would come out and go solve the problem and put the X Men uniform on and put the suit back on. Like hey, uh, but is that when I, they were I, in that ship? Yeah, I want to say yeah. They had they had the ship. That, that was like a live or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the second X Factor team with uh, Havoc. Havoc. Yes, that was a good run yeah. too. I think that started like issue seventy two. Uh, uh, I remember that it was pretty nice. They always had some. Uh, like the first time I saw that team, uh, they laid the Hulk out, and uh, during one of uh, it's when Brant Banner first merged, like the gray, the green, and. Uh, his personality. He was with the the Pantheon, and Havoc had took him out kind of hard, actually. But he he recovered. But I was like, these damn mutants everywhere <laughs> causing trouble. That's, that's my people. We ain't causing trouble. We just stand. Well, they like, listen. They dangerous because I, I I do remember that he, he stopped the Hulk in his tracks. Them summers the boys, if they really get to you, them summers boys can do some damage. I need uh-huh. them to show that to MCU. I always like Havoc more than I did Cyclops. I'm not gonna I, lie. I, I did too, and maybe it's the name or just like the visual with his powers. Like, but I prefer the visual is Havoc. nice. The visual yeah. is nice because the 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 power is like emitting out of him. It's not like you know, it's not even touching his skin. Like it's just coming out of him. I gotta find but the, I, the only lame that. point about Havoc is when is that he could only shoot it from this joint right here. He only had the chest shot. And then when they revamped him and redid his outfit, he ended up with like this. He had, he had like a, a dinner plate on his chest, and that was, it was weird. Do you remember that when they when they redid his art, Mike? When they when they put the um, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, that he ended up in his chest. Yeah, it was so weird. I didn't like that. I liked the black suit. The black suit. The, the black suit the, is the best look with, with the, the little, with the, the little shit on his head. head. I did not like that one. The, I don't know why the X Factor one was just. I don't know. Oh, with that the, one with the face like mask a, with the the top, yeah, the blonde like, hair, maybe the, the leather black jacket. One looked like a like a body that was suit the, to the me. little mini uh, leather jacket phrase that was. Going yeah, through. yeah, the Avengers <laughs> had them too. Yeah, Thor, uh, Thor, Thor, one of Thor's people 
Well, he was at one too. I want to say he had the little brown with the sleeves rolled up. Hercules. <laughs> Black Knight had one. Team. It yeah. wasn't Thor. What was his name? Um, Thunderstrike. That was Thunderstrike. my guy. Thunderstrike yeah. had one. But he had the, the ponytail joint to go with it too. That's yeah, he had the sleeves cut off of his too. Yeah. Everybody had the little black jacket, the little the little jacket. He had, a, he had a chain on the mason, not like the, the strap, like Thor. <laughs> that was my guy. Oh man, man, he had the wallet chain. That was Eric Masterson is one of the better, one of the best Marvel characters written, like like ever to me. Like he he was just great. Like I loved the character. and was sad when he died. Damn it, man. Love Thunderstrike. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't find that in any comic book app. Like, only the first issue. And none of, I can't find none of his runs um, anywhere. I'm going to have to go into like, an actual show. He's dead. He's dead, dead. Damn. Dead, dead. His son is something weird. His son was, like, he had the mace and was... When he struck the uh, the stick, he would be in his father's body. It was a very poorly written story a it couple of like years it. ago. Jeez. It was bad. And rest in peace, Eric Masterson. Wow. Man. That was All right. God. <laughs> All right, people, man. What a great episode. Not going to lie. A lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. So. Thank you, Tasha, for the great intro. We really, really appreciate it. And Rob, thank your cat (laughs) for all of the great entertainment that we've gotten on the back screen. (laughs) Right? Go ahead and shake that litter box at her. (laughs) That always attracts a cat right there. But man, from, from the whole multiverse crew, that one guy, Rob, comic book Mike Jones, QP, and Tosh, it's Cosmic Blue and the Multiverse Unlimited Podcast crew. Thank you for all you do. And don't forget, be kind to everybody. You have no idea what they're going through. So until next week, we're out. Peace. 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 Bye-bye.